And then 2013, I, I raced in England, didn't leave, didn't like, get on a ferry or just stay in England. Just like, oh, I'll just do this, did some tour series. And then there's a race called Smithfield Nocturne, which is probably the biggest nighttime crit in Britain that Rafa actually sponsored. And I won the race, but celebrated while we were lapping riders and Laura Kenny came second. So they disqualified me for dangerous riding. And it was a huge thing. And Cav tweeted just like, what the hell was going on? Like, if you win a race, you celebrate, you shouldn't get disqualified for that. And his tweet, that tweet was the reason that I got onto my next team in America. Cause the, mm. the general manager was like, what's going on here? Like, and look, like did some research and yeah, that was, that was that. We were just listening to the episode that I did with Hannah Barnes last week over on the Cycling Podcast. If you haven't heard that already, make sure you get across and check that episode out, the full episode over at the Cycling Podcast. What a weekend of racing it just was. The World Championships, oh wow, I loved watching that and I know you guys probably did too. It was just a full-on race. And that special collaboration we did with Swa, I saw some of the t-shirts out there. I love seeing that. And because of the high demand, guys, we've put out a pre-order. For anyone who's missed out on it, something to tribute this World Championships in Belgium, get across to Swa Cycling, that's C-O-I-S cycling.com, and get yourself one of those t-shirts on the pre-order. That's going to be closing this Friday, a really cool little collaboration we did, and we thought, let's open it up for a last-minute order for anyone that missed out and wanted to get one. Right now, I've got Talking Luff with Hannah Barnes, so sit back and enjoy this one, guys. Talking Loft with Hannah Barnes. Oh, these are just the questions. These are the questions, the hard ones. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I've got the sheet up. Uh-huh. No looking. Cycling caps. Yeah. Caskets. How do you wear yours? You actually... I've got really good cycling cap game. So tell me, what is your style? <clears throat> um, backwards. Not like on top of the head. Just balancing on it and the peak, peak up. Balancing even that far, like full yeah, in, like, injury and luft. Like yeah. just like, just got to get someone else to rest <laughs> it on top. Just like, up, oh, it's yeah. on. Yeah. Just on enough that it won't fall off, but... Backwards? Yeah. What's happening with the brim when it's backwards? <clears throat> Flipped up or down? Up. Up. Yeah. It's the ponytail. Cool. <laughs> All right. If you could have raced back in the day with no helmets, what would you have done? Would you have had, you know, the hair plaited behind or would you have had it just flowing in the wind full like, you mm. know, Viking style right back? Or would you have sort of had a snag helmet with the, with the hair coming out yeah. through the little holes, headband. I don't know, there's a million styles. What would yeah. your style have been? I would do plat. Yeah? That's how I race now. It's the most aerodynamic hairdo. Mm. Tested in the wind tunnel. Plat, but like pulled super tight back on the top. Yeah. No headband just to take that sweat away or? I probably, I would have worn a hat for sure. Like Backwards. A, yeah. Brim up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all-time favourite kit slash team. So it could be sort of like I love everything about that team, the kit, the way they raced. Or you go, you know what, I love that team, but they were actually a joke of a team. And I love that team themselves, but they had crap kit. What is it? 
I don't know, because I didn't really follow cycling as a kid. Like, I didn't... It could be now. It doesn't have to be, like, old-time, yeah. like, 90s. It could be, like... I mean, I, ha- I don't know. I, it could I be Uscatel, you know? It could be... Yeah, like, our kit, the first-year kit, um, so 2016. Kenyon Shram. Yeah, because it was just, like, nothing else. Everyone was like, and oh, I'm friends with Alt who designed it, and he told me how he got the inspiration, and it was, it's a really cool story behind it. So, I like it. can you not tell that story? You really I just can. left us on the I edge can. there, didn't you? He he was riding home from work from work from the Raffer offices, and in winter it was raining, it was dark, and he had a, a light on the on his bike, and there was like a, a roadwork cone with that red and white tape around it. And as his light hit it, it kind of made this pattern. And mm. he went home, went to work the next day and kind of... Recreated that. Yeah, and then add a bit of colour. And he, like, showed me the stages of it. It was pretty cool. Was it purely because it looked good? Or was there another re- reason why you used it for the female team? It looked good. I mean, they were going to have to do something pretty pretty bold. Why? Just, it's just what they do. <laughs> okay. So that kit... But yeah. you didn't rate the team. The team was rubbish, and crap team. So <laughs> no, that's what I'm gathering. Okay. No, it was no, it was good. All right. So all in <laughs> Canyon Tram. Yeah. Two thousand and sixteen and seventeen. Yeah. And then but after I'm, that, it sort of faded away. And no, then I no. got the nationals actually in seventeen. So that was pretty good. Okay. All right. We're done with that. That's enough. <laughs> Favourite race of all time? Maybe a race you've done, maybe a race you haven't done, you still want to do, maybe a race you'll never get to do. What is your favourite race out there? Uh, I really, I like Flanders. Um, what year? 2017? Men or women's? Women's, the one I was in. Mm-hmm. It was like a summer's day, like a real like a spring day. Blue skies. Oh, so you've gone specific to the exact race yeah. of the year, not just like, like a general terms. Out. It was stand out. in general. It's the best race day of my career, for sure. It was just a real good day. And How'd you go? I was all right. There was a group of 12 of us coming to the line and I actually feel pretty bad. I was riding. There was Kasha, who's my teammate now, and Van Vluten were away. And from the top of Pattenburg? Pattenburg, yeah. I just rode. Me and Pauline rode and rode and rode and we caught Kasha 300 metres to go. And then Corinne Rivera won as the first American woman to ever win Flanders. So, yeah, it was a, that was a pretty, pretty cool race. Why do you feel bad? Because Kasha brought it up the other day. And I was but like, you didn't know her then. You weren't her teammate. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> bad luck. All just right. doing my job. Crosswinds or mountains? Uh, neither. <laughs> No, I'm not good at climbing and echelons. I'm, I'm pretty good at getting in them, but I just, I just hate, hate it. I'm just scared the whole time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> training or racing? Uh, training. I like to ride my bike. Yep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Are you a coffee shop girl or not? No, I don't drink coffee. But you don't like stopping. Um, so you just, when you head out, you're like, no, nah, I'm not stopping. You guys stop. I'm just going to keep rolling around. Nah, if, that people, person. if people are stopping, I'll stop. But I don't really get stuff. I just sit there for the social. Don't get like a, you know, Pepsi Zero or, you know, nah, something yeah. ridiculous like that. Probably like a Fanta Lemon or something, but 
No exactly. caffeine. Yeah. Something ridiculous. And what do you <laughs> so when you get when you stop you get a Fanta lemon and uh, packet of chips or what's your combination? A uh, sweet tooth. So right. Anything with sugar. <laughs> Fanta lemon and a bag of Haribos. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Cookie. Nice. Um, Favourite drink, like poison, what is your, could be alcoholic, could not be, could be the Fanta Lemon, mm-hmm. what is your go-to drink? What sums you up? Um, I like a gin and tonic. I thought you might say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I never really used to, I was never a big drinker, but yeah, I'm, I'll have a gin and tonic every now and then. <laughs> How do you have it? What, run me through you like a Gordon straight up Schweppes and then just give it to me block of ice just really rough or you I'm, like to get all fancy and I'm stuff I'm a bit of a snob right yeah I'd like if they, if a bar just has Gordons then I, do, I won't get one I'd have water right <laughs> it's pointless <laughs> so what do you give me your ideal combination someone out there is going to know what you're talking about I probably won't I'm not a massive gin man um my favourite gin is called Warner Edwards. It's from Northamptonshire. I used cool. to ride past it and I could smell like the botanicals from it. That's and cool. Local. Just, yeah. Yeah, but it's, I just found it the other day in Girona. They sell wow. it here. So I have that with yeah, fever tree tonic, a bit of ice and... No garnish? No like peppercorns mm. or, you know, flowers or whatever else no. you're doing that? But it's sometimes I like this one because it's rhubarb and ginger. So it's quite good with ginger ale. Cool. Yeah. And no no other, like, stuff? No. It Straight. depends what kind of gin you've got. You can get an app. There's an app that you can put what gin you've got, what tonic, and then it tells you what garnish to have. Does it tell you what glass? Because in Spain here they use the big, you know, punch bowl. But, yeah. you know, in – well, I could be wrong, but I thought in, like, Britain and Australia it's more like, you know, highball sort of straight glass. What is it? Um, like a fishbowl. <laughs> fishbowl, right. Like the Spanish one, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you train with a group or train alone? I like training alone, yeah. Nice. What is your favourite training loop out there? And someone's going to know it, so explain me. What is, what's that loop that you love? Um, in Girona, I, I, like the co- I like going to the coast. Not really now. August is pretty much a no-go for the coast, I think, for a lot of tourists. But in the, in the winter, I, I like going that way a lot. Where do you go? Do you go down to Tossa, Tossa de Mar, and then head along the coast all the way to San Grau and head back? Or um, I like going up, up and over San Grau. Oh, you do it that way? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I, I love, That's the wrong way. No, I love coming down San Grau and seeing the sea. Yeah, but then, you're on the wrong side of the road. Left. You've got the seas on your left, you're on the right, you can't even see the view. No, because then you turn left. And then you go oh, you go left. Right. Then I do Saint-Felu. Ah, stand corrected. That Saint is a good Falou, way. and then, yeah, back over La Granga and Bisbal. Great loop. Yeah, yeah. okay. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a nice way of doing it. <laughs> um, what is your cheat meal? What's that food you go to when you've done, you know, two times mm. the coast loop, you come home, you know, yeah. I've got eight hours in the bank. Yeah. I'm going for it. What is it? Um, gosh. You think I like sushi? It's not really um, a cheat meal, though, is it? Nah, I like fish and chips, but you can't get that here. With but scraps? When, yeah, when I'm when I go back to Britain, because my mum and dad have just moved to the coast to Norfolk, and they know how to do their fish and chips there. So, <laughs> yeah. And do you get do you ask for the scraps too? Nah, 
Uh, we don't really do scraps. That's something I've just learned from Tom, Tom Peacock. I was going to yeah. say, you oh, really are the female version. It's different, though. They're like Yorkshire. Yeah, right. Yorkshire fish and chips. A bit different. They just get the scraps. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> what he said. And he takes his bottle of water in there, bidden. Yeah. Bidden of water, bag of scraps. He's yeah. done. Yeah, it's good. Um, what's your best bike over all these years? What's that bike that you've just loved or maybe you've kept? I don't know. What's your favourite bike out there? I still have my first race bike. I got it when I was 12 and I rode it until it broke. What was it? It's called a Boreas. No, well, no one's really heard of it, but I've still got the, got the frame. It's cool. It's pretty cracked and broken, but it was pretty cool. And then for my 21st birthday, my mum and dad bought me, they went on eBay and bought my first ever bike, like when I was two. So that was pretty cool. Oh, they bought it back. I don't know if it's the original. They, they don't really know, but they, they, 21st birthday present was... So it's a, a little bike. A little bike. What have you done with that? Still at home. I, I went home two weeks ago and I was riding it around the garden. What is that bike? It's called a jungle, a rally jungle. Oh, rally. Yeah. Cool. What yeah. is this, like a 14-inch? Yeah. It's 12. Be a I think 12 it's 12. Even. Yeah. It's green, like little monkeys all over it. So it's a pedal bike or is it a Strider? It's pedal with the stabilizers still on it, yeah. Huh. They bought it, they're like, this is for your grandkids. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, my grandkids. grandkids. Wow, your grandkids. You're hanging on to it for <laughs> a while. Yeah, better get some kids yeah. first. They need to have kids. <laughs> yeah, great. That's really long game, isn't yeah. it? Um, okay. War story. Um, mm-hmm. If you've heard the pod before, you know what this is. But for everyone out there who doesn't know what that is, it's that story that you just have from one of those days. It could be a good one, could be a bad one. Just like... You know, you know what I'm talking about. It could be yeah. a Giro Rosa. Typically, the Giro has quite a lot of war stories in it, but yeah. whatever it might be. Um, there's three, I'd say. So last year's Strada in August, it was 45 degree average heat that my Garmin was. That was, that was like a war. When we finished, yeah, it was nuts. And then Strada the year before, when it was just rain and, yeah, freezing cold. Two then, Italy ones, yep. Italy's yeah, doing Liege, well on the war stories. Also uh-huh. Liège that year as well. That was, I, I think Liège is the coldest I've ever been. You know, when you're doing the valley road down to that long climb before. Larry I've never D. done Liège, so. Oh, yeah. it was cold. But, yeah, that's... Just so, the weather. So it's weather, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just bad weather. So just training back home, probably another good war story. Yeah, that's why I lived. I live here though. So <laughs> <laughs> not to do that anymore. Well, our last question: um, What is the best thing about riding a bike for you? I, I mean, everyone says it, but I think it's just the adventure and the the freedom. I mean. I got to live in America for two years. Mm. I live here. Like, you can go anywhere in the world just as long as you've got your bike, which I like. And also meet, meeting the people as well through mm. it. It's, you make some really good friendships through it. Nice. Well, thanks for being on Talking Loft. Thanks. As always, Talking Loft, always a funny little snippet, that one. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. There's two Talking Loofs left this year. 
I'm in the last week of my career now. I've got Eurometropole today. Then I've got Paris Roubaix on Sunday. I'm hoping with fingers crossed that I can still do that. I don't know how the arm's gonna hold up. I've got the recon tomorrow, so I'm gonna be able to check out how I go across the cobblestones and we'll go from there. But until then, guys, like I said, make sure you get across to Swiss Cycling. That's C-O-I-S, cycling.com. If you wanna grab one of those World Championships in Life in Belgium t-shirts, they're awesome. Some great stuff we did with them and I love doing that collaboration. So if you've missed out, you've got a few days left, put that pre-order in and they'll be over to you in a couple of weeks time. Guys, until next time, thanks a lot for listening. Cheers.